Welcome to the Find Your Purpose Now podcast. We are delighted that you are here because this is for you. We do this to help you find and live your purpose, the good purpose that's uniquely yours. Because when you find it, everything starts to just fall into place. You're happier, you're more peaceful, you have better relationships with good people. It is remarkable what happens when you are living in the sweet middle of your purpose, the purpose that you've been perfectly matched to live. The great news is you're in the right place to find it. So let's get started. Welcome back to the Find Your Purpose Now podcast. I am so excited to be here with my good friend, Marcy Weinstein. And she has um, some really, really powerful stories. And uh, I'm hoping that she'll share some of those things today. So Marcy, I know that you're living your purpose and you've had lots of different life assignments all the way along, but um, I hope that you'll share with our viewers and listeners your best advice for finding and living our purpose. You know, sometimes it's, it's something that you read that hits you and then you have to act upon it. So it really, I think it's about, first of all, if you find, if you, Nikolai Tesla supposedly had found unlimited energy, okay. whether that was true or not, I don't know. Yeah. We never got to see it. We never got the benefit of it. But what you really think about it, God instilled in all of us endless energy and it's called positive thinking. Oh. So that is the pos- that is the thing that gives you positive forever energy. And then if you can mix that with um, humor, which is, you know, laughter is the medicine of life. So then that cures all the ails you. And then if you can add, if you can add giving, then that refills your soul or maybe creates it, you know, who knows? So I think it's really just finding that if you can let all those things be true to yourself every day and be grateful, then you get to live a purpose that that spills over. So it's like endless. Oh, I love that. Oh my gosh. I mean, you said, we have a five. <laughs> you said an awful lot right there. And I think we could unpack that for a couple of hours, but I want you to share some of your story because, okay, if anybody saw you today and they don't know anything about you and they see you and they see where you live and beautiful Newport coast and I mean, your life just looks so perfect. Like you've never, ever had a bad day. Maybe the worst day was walking from, you know, the car into the, you know, the, the fashion island shop or whatever, and maybe it rained on your hair or whatever. <laughs> so, but I know you've had some bad days. I so, like the rain, so that's a good thing, too. See, it's all so you look like at. everything. Well, right? I think that that's a lot of attitudes, everything, right? So a lot of it's how you look at everything. And so I really believe that that's true. I positively am going to try to get this fly away from here. <laughs> you know what? Uh, it's all good, whatever. But I'm so I'm thinking about some of the stuff that you've overcome. That seriously, if someone well, I mean, sometimes, you, they would never know you've had a bad day. And yet, you know, I look at all the people around me, and I think they humble me. So you know, like I can say, I had this time in my life where I was burned really badly, and and it was a shocking thing. My God, you know, you're like one minute this way and one minute, literally almost 60% second and third degree burn. So you just, your whole exterior changes, your whole, your whole body having, having to fight again to walk, to live, to breathe, to, you know, come back to earth, all that, you know, cause 
you are at one moment passing through the light, uh, or at least I did. And so I think when you're, when you come, when you back here, you say, wow, instead of looking at what's, you know, the glass half, instead of saying it over half burned, uh, you know, there's almost half left. It isn't. Unfortunately, it's on my stomach, and that's where we don't show that anymore. We don't go there. <laughs> we're not doing the two piece bikinis. No. no, we don't go yeah, there. Yeah, well, those, for a lot of us, right? And that's another thing. Just don't look at that part, you know? Don't, don't focus on that. We're, we're, I'm, in my, I'm 66 in two weeks. I don't need to look at that. And, you know, I need to just be healthy and happy. And that comes in a lot of forms, but mostly it comes in attitude. I love that. Okay. And giving and giving. Okay, and you're very, very giving, very so. generous, very positive. All those things that you said. Um, think for a bit about um, our audience. Okay, so the people who I connect with very, very often come from hard places, yes. right? And and some of them are still there. You know, right. they're still living in the midst of domestic violence, violent relationships, um, homelessness or unstable housing, substance abuse disorder, right. now it's after me. Um, you know, just depression, despair, all of these negative things. And I think it would be really inspiring. I know it was inspiring for me when you told me the story of the man you were with when you went through that burn. Yeah. And what he did and what you said, because I think for all the, the people, particularly women, and, and my audience is, is predominantly women. Right. Um, and who have, you know, been through some painful stuff. I would love for you to share that story. Well, it's interesting because I think before you know what a narcissist is, you don't understand the damage they can do mm. to everybody. I mean, they're just really, if you think of a vampire, they're a pretty good example of it. You know, but um, I think in that particular substance, I had finally, I needed him instead of him, you know, me giving to him, he, he was having to do some things for me and I couldn't feed myself. I couldn't make, you know, really do a lot of functional things. Mm. And so he attacked me and he said, no one, no one could take care of you. No one could love you the way you are. And he meant it in all the ways, not just the physical changes that had happened, which is something I think we all fear as we change. And you can't fear that, you have to look forward to it. But I know that was one of the aspects. The other aspects was he didn't, didn't feel that he should ever have to care for somebody, take care of somebody, and that no one could love me. And I said, well, you know what? Someone does love me with all their heart. I said, no, it's not just God, it's also me. And so that was a lot of it. It was a combination of knowing that I was worthy and that that helped me say goodbye to a lot of toxic relationships. And walk, not just say goodbye to them, but but to move on from them because that's what I think a lot of people don't have the strength to do is to just keep going. There's a lot of, lot of services out there to help people in every aspect. And you just have to know that you are not alone and that there's people there to help you in every way. And there's, there's always somebody that wants to give you the leg up, not push you down. Mm. And that's what unfortunately a lot of people are trying to do out there is cut somebody down and hurt them in the, because they can, yeah. because they have, they feel they're better. They're controlling it. It's horrible toxic stuff. It it's is. Terrible. It is really toxic when somebody has to elevate themselves at the expense of someone else, especially someone who's vulnerable yeah. in that moment. I will never ever forget that you shared the specific conversation. And the thing that sticks out in my mind was your ability to say, 
if you don't see that I'm beautiful, then you don't deserve to have my beauty in your life or my, you know. The beauty radiates from within. And that's why you can see somebody like even Audrey Hepburn, who was beautiful her whole life and was never not beautiful. And she made sure she kept doing beautiful things. She was giving to the very end to Eunice, all the different places and to poverty areas. And I think that that's true. I think you have to, everybody has to understand their beauty comes from within. And the outside is completely changing. Yeah, mine changed early. Mine changed at 24, just before my 25th birthday, which is a shock. You know, like you don't expect to have skin that's destroyed at that age. Right. So it's a, it's a shock, but, you know, you have to say, well, thank God I have my legs and my arms. You know, and I have all those things. And I have my skin. It grew back. And I'm able to do everything. So, you know, I think that to focus on what happened is not the right thing. Let's, let's focus on where you where you want to go, who are you, and to know your worth is something that has to you have to work on. You have to understand who you are, and that God gave you freedom and love, and that you deserve the best of everything. And don't let anyone tell you different because God says otherwise, and He's tough dog. <laughs> I love it. I love it. So let's say that somebody is in a toxic relationship maybe with a narcissist, maybe with somebody who's physically abusive or whatever. Um, you know, it's one thing to say, hey, don't don't be afraid to ask for help. But if I know you, I think I know you, mm-hmm. that uh, if you actually saw somebody in an abusive relationship, you would probably pull out all the stops to help them get out. What do you say to that person? To the person who's abusing or the person who wants to leave? who needs to leave, the person who needs to leave and they're scared to leave, maybe they have kids, you know. Sometimes, especially if they have kids, so and it depends on, you know, sometimes there's a a degree of separation. Sometimes the abuser only abuses the woman and and no one else. And and to the outside world, it looks like this perfect world. Mm. Sometimes it's that situation. But I think my question that I ask, I ask a lot of men this, and I ask a lot of women it too, that I know are in that kind of situation. And abuse is lots of levels. You know, there's verbal abuse, there's toxic abuse, there's all sorts of abuse, there's physical abuse, you know, and some of it's just all combined. But I ask them, if this was your daughter, if this was happening to your daughter, would you, would you think that's okay? And if they say no, I said, well, then why are you allowing it to happen to someone else's daughter? You know, and I said that to the men a lot. So, okay, so do you, what if somebody was doing this to your daughter? Oh, I'd kill him. So then... You understand that she's someone else's daughter and you're doing it to her. If you can look at it as a daughter, it sometimes helps, I think helps both sides realize that they have to protect that, what God gave us. There's still a little kid in there. There's still a little beautiful girl in there. And, and we have to treat everybody with that same respect. We treat old people like they're just, you know, disposable. There's still a little girl in there. Still a little girl in there. Yeah. And if everyone could just look at it that way, at least you hope, although there's some really sick, sick people in the world that, when I've used that level as well, I can't even understand that at all. And I, you know, I try to give money towards those things and try to give help to those things, but I, I, I don't know how to, I, I, I don't know how to help that because it's so ugly to me. I can't, um, I, I understand it's happening, yeah. but it's something that I almost feel I have to stay a degree away from because it's so, I, I give so much respect to people who work in that arena oh, with the gosh, children. Yeah. I mean, and I know it's all true yeah. and the people that are blind to it are, are, need to wake up. Yeah, isn't that the truth? Well, I think people are starting to wake up. Well, the Sound of Freedom was great. Uh, we met some of the people that worked on that show, and they were really positive, and 
you know, all these things just to just really let people see what's really going on. Mm -hmm. I think your program has been phenomenal and it connects to other programs. And so, and then those, those, those strong people that then get out of those situations and they help other people. Exactly. I think, you know, that's the whole thing with successful survivors uh, with our successful survivors foundation. And just the times that I've connected with people like you, you're a successful survivor. And when people have been through hard things and, you know, everybody's pain is different. Everybody's suffering is, you know, it's a different story, but suffering is suffering. Pain is pain. Um, but I don't think I've ever one time met a survivor who wasn't willing to help others. Well, I think we just automatically want to do that, right? Well, you understand what, what had you, how you got to be helped, how you got out of there, your hellhole, you know, and, Yay! By the you know the whole God and a lot of other people probably help yeah. you out, but um, I don't know. I think that we just have to understand that we're worth it, and that's that's the message I would give out there is to say everybody's worth it. Yeah. Don't don't sell yourself short. Yeah, understand your value. You know, um, understand your value. That's another thing that we could unpack for a long time because <laughs> you know the most vulnerable people to trafficking. Are, are people who grew up in dysfunctional families, right? And they were either neglected, just ignored, you know, maybe, right. maybe caregivers, parents, whoever were um, abusing drugs, maybe they were drunk, maybe they weren't there. And maybe it was a, a perfectly wonderful person who was working three jobs and just trying to put food on the table, but wasn't there. So it right. doesn't have to be, you know, a really nefarious thing. Um, but, you know, when you're raised in the kind of environment where nobody's looking you in the eyes and saying, you know what, you are really awesome. You're really amazing. Yeah. When you don't get that, um, we we tend to just believe that we're not. Yeah. We're not okay. We're not enough. And we don't matter because that's the evidence that we've seen in our life. But we don't have a lot of positivity in the shows around us and even the music around us and a lot of things. I mean, a lot of, some areas do, but a lot of it's quite negative. Yeah. And I think that, um, so we have to try to resonate higher. You know, we see people actually heal when they have the sound of bees around them, the hum that bees are. Really? The octave that bees are in. Well, I think it's because it's a universal, you know, thriving hive. So we have to stay in a hive and thrive a little more and be connected. Oh, that's really good. So connecting with other people. Well, connecting in whatever way. Yes. And understanding that, it, you know, the trauma you went through physically may not be as hard as the trauma you go through emotionally, especially when you're trying to make sense out of nonsense, which you can't do. Right. But that's what it is with being a narcissist is that you really, you really are, you're being lied to. Everything's being painted a different way and you actually are in the relationship like crazy. Right. And, 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 and you start questioning yourself. And again, you have to say, so do some journaling, do some introspective things, get out to nature, get back to a church group that helps you, get back to something that helps you with your root strength and whatever it is. It didn't matter if you grew up with it or not, you can find it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you have, to, you, have to, you have to plant somewhere that's going to help you grow. Yeah, well, that's really good. So, so it sounds... I grew up with good roots. Yeah. So, but that doesn't mean bad stuff doesn't happen. My next door neighbor tried to rape both my sister and I. Oh my! So I mean, things happened. And he was the preacher's son. Oh! So you never know. You yeah. just don't know. So it doesn't have to be your fault 
in any way. It doesn't have to be. There was nothing really wrong with that family. It was just one sick man, one sick boy. Yeah. And who knows what happened to him? I don't really know. Mm. But there's nothing excuses that I'm just saying. We don't know the, the backstory on everything. That's right. So we're, rather, we're just trying to make sense out of all that nonsense. Just move on and, and create your own better world. And I think that's what I kept doing was just saying, all right, that didn't work out. I'm not going to go crazy over it. I'm not going to try to figure it out till all insanity creates in my own head. I'm going to say, all right, everything has a time and a season and let's move on. Yeah. And, and always try to better yourself through that and not think, not tell yourself so love. You know what, Marcy, I love that you just said that because, um, I know that I wasted a lot of years trying to figure out why my mother didn't want me and kept two other kids and why my father didn't want me and why didn't he want to reconnect. And I kept trying to reconnect with, I mean, until I was maybe 41 or 42 and he did not want a relationship with me. And I kept trying, I kept trying and I kept trying to figure it out. I love how you just said, Quit trying to figure out stuff that can't be figured out. But it's really that you really, if you really try to get together with somebody who's not well, which is, of course, anything in the, I mean, they really ought to, should have named it Cluster F, but they named it Cluster B, you know, <laughs> <laughs> everything in there is the narcissistic behaviors, et cetera. Yeah. Everything that's goofy is in that category and you can't make sense out of it. Right. And you can be in a relationship where you're thinking all the things are based on what you know and what you trust. But over here is a completely different story. And it's truly impossible to make it work. Which what you have to do is understand your value to leave it. That's good. That's really good. And, and so the dots that I'm connecting between some of the things that you're saying are finding good people to connect with, whether it's somebody at church or a group at church or a good friend or whoever, um, if we can connect with people who have some anchor in reality right. so that we're not constantly surrounded solely by people who are right. gaslighting exactly. us. Exactly. Right. Because I mean, I can, I can see the scenario where if you're in a relationship with a narcissist, or, first of all, they want to isolate you because they know that they don't, they don't want you to know what's going on. Right. Right. So, and then the narcissist, uh, or, you know, whatever, it doesn't have to be, doesn't have to have that label, but there are a lot of crazy people. I just, you know, yeah. different flavors of crazy. Uh, but you know, they tend to, they tend to surround themselves with people who sort of row in the same direction as their craziness. And so if those are the only people around you, it, it can make you kind of lose your bearings well that's true with, that's true with, let's say you're hanging around with a bunch of people that do drugs and don't work and don't everything I mean, the, the higher you know if you play tennis with somebody who's better you end up getting better you know raise your level of the people you're hanging out with and what the people that where you want to be you oh, know that's really good it's true i mean it is true if you go to if you go to a, a place where everybody's giving and working at and trying to help feed the homeless or something 90 percent of the people there are going to be good yeah. you're giving up a sunday to feed people right uh, you know, or they're trying to do good things in some category. So, you know, and then they take care of themselves. They find people that take care of themselves. Although you can find a lot of people that that's all they care about too. When you look in that category, but you know, healthy comes in lots of ways, mm -hmm. lots of categories. Yeah. Oh, I love. But hard healthy is probably what you need to find first mm -hmm. in yourself, and then in others. Yeah. Because yeah. it spills over and it comes back. And 
Yeah. You know? I think that's why it's shaped that way, like a fountain, you know? Ooh, I never thought of it I that way. I didn't either. If you think about it, it makes sense. Yeah, it does make sense. It does. I mean, everything that you're saying is making perfect sense. So I'm curious to know, um, I know you have three kids. You raised three awesome humans. Yep, they're great too. So what what was your advice or values or the, you know, the things that you tried to impart to your kids that that you would say to every everybody who's going to see this? Oh, uh, I think it was what I was told as a kid that you're responsible for your own happiness Ooh. and to understand that you have to find a way to happy on your own. Nobody gives it to you. Nobody provides it. Nobody provides your health. Nobody provides any of that. But you're responsible for all those things yourself. So ownership of your own issues, which is a hard thing today to make happen. Ah, ownership of your own issues. Yeah. yeah. I mean, we can all enjoy the good. So at night, we would always have a high-low. The kids would run around and say all the things that were great and all the things that were bad. They could, and if they got five great things in their day, we all high-five them. But you know, it was about really sharing what was good and bad, and there's ownership. So a lot of people want to hide what's bad in their life. Well, mm -hmm. you can take ownership of that, too. It doesn't have to be ownership of only positive things. Ownership of something that, you know, saying, I eat too much. That's ownership of it, you know, and then you try to do something about it. You know, but ownership has to have action. Yeah. So just I love uh, that. So so your kids grew up um, feeling comfortable. Hopefully with, empowered. And and empowered, right? Yes. But they but they were comfortable to say things that maybe were uncomfortable to say. This yes. this thing happened and I didn't like it right. or whatever. Right. But they didn't feel like they're going to get punished for saying something or they're going to be you have to ridiculed or no. Yeah. And, and also to be, be able to be themselves, you know, whatever they want to be. So, you know, and then they, they also did a lot of good works. I, I, I ended up raising my kids Jewish, which is interesting because I'm not Jewish. Um, but Rabbi Miller was amazing and the whole temple of Yom was amazing. And part of what they made, part of what that whole com community does is try to give back to the community. So they had to go through quite a bit where they did things. They, you know, serving that, uh, going to going to the uh, the Heritage Foundation over here and working in the ho little hospital with all the people and making dog biscuits and going to feed homeless people and going to glean a field and just all all sorts of things that we you know we've heard about and read in books but does anybody do that? And their school had something that was called financial literacy. I mean, wow! How about uh, that? I, I can tell you that most of my neighbors need that. Right. <laughs> I'm just kidding. No, no neighbors. Well, no, I was thinking. <laughs> no, but I know what you're saying. I mean, the, there's there are people who have advanced degrees. It's not that they're not educated; they're very well educated, and yet there's like this element of, I don't know. To me, it's kind of common sense that seems to be missing, and a lot. Oh, of we we also had chickens, and I taught them to cook, and you know, crazy. We had chickens in the garden, so they just had it like. To, lean, to me, it felt more normal. We go to the grocery store and I let them look in there. How much money do we have? And we go, we don't have enough for that. We want to have this or we want to have that, make choices. And, you know, obviously they lived here, but they didn't really understand that for quite a while. And that part of it was really nice. And, yeah. You know, to, I don't want someone, this, it's hard to grow up here and keep it normal. Very hard. Ah, uh, true. But you have. Well, as normal as you can. When well, thinking about your Instagram name. Do you want to share that with oh, the whole world? Pelican, Pelican Hillbilly. Pelican yeah, Hillbilly. I am the Pelican Hillbilly. <laughs> I love I'm it. I'm usually, uh, you know, barefoot and in the kitchen. So, and I was pregnant a lot. <laughs> and would 
chickens in the yard, and you're yeah. probably the my daughter had a pig. Oh my pig gosh! For a while, it was adorable. Yeah, oh my gosh! It's too funny. Rabbit. <laughs> oh my gosh! Marcy's zoo over here. It was fun. It was a lot of fun. Though. A lot of good memories. Yeah. Yeah. We just would make up games, and that's some of the best games we had. The ones we made up, just fun. I love that. Yeah. My daughter, we here for COVID, and for her 25th birthday, she wanted to um, go around the world. So she decided, why doesn't there were six of us here? Why doesn't everybody pick a part of the house and pick a country and create a food, a story, a drink, and and music from that country so we could travel around the world. And it was so in the house. In the house. <laughs> Everybody really went out of it. The pictures were great. Oh and my gosh. And this was too much fun. So it was very fun. Yeah. I love that you you created that atmosphere for your kids. And you create that atmosphere for everybody. That you know, just for me, for your friends, for everybody. You fun. create that atmosphere. And and you had um, multiple reasons in your life why you could have just rolled up like a roly-poly bug and said, no, the world is too hard. I'm not doing this anymore. And you didn't. Well, you know, I mean, if you think about that, the most precious thing we have in the world is life. And that none of us know how long that ticket is, how many days we have or anything else. I really do believe it's why today is called the present because it is a gift and we better open it up and enjoy it every day. So, you know, who knows about anything else, but I hope that I, everyone knows I, I, I enjoyed the present, everything. Yeah, I think we're clear on that. I love it. And oh. and everybody around you gets that and feels hope so. it. Hope so. And it's a beautiful thing. Hope so. I hope that energy, which is the spillover, the endless energy, gives you, keeps you wanting. You know, my aunt was that way at 99. Oh. So it was fun. To Good watch. My, my mom was that way, but she left a little too early at 86, but still it was great. My dad was always the... Consummate golfer and uh, lover of people and friends. And oh. Fixed everything in the neighborhood. Oh my goodness. Yeah. Everybody called on clay. <laughs> <laughs> wow. So it sounds to me like you got the best DNA from both sides of your. I felt like I was really blessed. We didn't have any money, but I never knew that and I never felt that. You know, because I felt that we were really rich because my parents were around all the time. It's like you said, somebody could be working so hard doing three jobs. It's not their fault, they're just trying to survive. You know, we really should try to do some things that help that parent have a little more ability so they can actually enjoy their with how, how they're much they're working hard to be with their child. Yeah. 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 Well, that's another thing I'm telling you for another day. There's so much need. Yeah. Cause there's so, much. so many things wrong. You mentioned uh, the trafficking and, and um, you know, people who came from really rough childhoods are the number one target of traffickers. And, and they go along. I mean, the, the when you've never heard anybody say, "Oh, you're so cute, you're so beautiful," right. "Oh, I want to be with you," and you know, well, then the first person who comes along and says those words, you're just like, "Oh," you know, and you yeah. just fall like crazy and go along with it, and and uh, and it's you know, it's just sad. And well, that can happen in a relationship, but then you find out right. that person isn't that way. Whatever time you find out it's not that way. It's not what it wasn't as advertised, you know. Return it. Return to send away. Return to sender. Yeah. yeah. Cancel that order because you don't have to be there. And there's so many resources to get out of that. I mean, there are people that little kids and people that are trafficked and held in in kidnapped and in hostage situations, and they they don't have a choice except to try to survive. And I I, 
I, I hope all of them understand that how much I think that they're brave to do all that they have to do in those situations. Oh yeah. But if you're not in that situation, if you have any ability to even get out of the house to go to the grocery store, you do not need to be in any kind of abusive relationship at all. There's plenty of ways to get out of it and you need to love yourself and get out of it. Yeah. It's not okay to do that to yourself because you're worth more. Yeah. You definitely oh, that's are. good. I yeah. love it. Okay. So in our last little bit here, do you have any final advice, wisdom that you want to share? And enjoy today. It's so beautiful. It's such a beautiful life. So the more you enjoy it, the more you will enjoy it. It's just true. Yeah. Yeah. That's true. <laughs> All right. Well, Marcy, thank you so thank much you. for thank doing you. this. You, Brenda. Oh, always good to see you. you. Have you thought about writing a book, but you just kind of don't know where to start? Or maybe you don't have the time? If that's you, I have good news for you. I created an online self-paced micro-learning course that breaks everything down. My formula for writing a book in days instead of weeks or months or years. It breaks everything down into small, bite-sized pieces that are manageable, that you can get done. You can write your book and you should because your story matters. What you've learned along the way matters and can help other people. My online course will teach you about publishing and marketing as well as writing and editing and getting your book out there. We'll even talk a little bit about public speaking and media. Go to my website, Rhonda, R-H-O-N-D-A dot O-R-G and click on online courses. Scroll down to write your book in days and start right now. There is no feeling worse than being rejected, but there's nothing more empowering than loving others and being loved in return. People who feel love know that their value is not diminished by setbacks or mistakes. But how do you get love? It's not hocus pocus. There are 30 practical ways that you can bring love into your life. And when you do, everything changes. I hope you'll get a copy of 30 Days to Love. If you're somebody who does not have the time or the desire to sit in a chair and hold a book in your hands and read, I got you. I'm turning all of my books into audiobooks on Audible. So you can listen while you're driving and when you go to the gym and while you're doing the laundry and whatever it is, you can multitask and you can be improving your life. That's why I've written every single one of my books. I'm so excited to announce that Succeed Because of what you've been through is now on audio, on Audible. So is the prayer that covers it all. The keys to answered prayer, those are super quick listens and powerful. They are power packed. I want you to get those. All the rest are coming as well. Successful survivors, the eight character traits of survivors and how you can attain them. Acts of kindness, 101 ways to make the world a better place. How to get to awesome, 101 ways to find your best self. 30 Days to Happiness, The Kindness Quotient, Love is Action. They're all going to be audiobooks. Go to Audible and search for them. And step by step, create the life that you want to live.
the life you deserve to live, the life you were, yeah, born to live. Thanks for joining us at the Find Your Purpose Now podcast. Listen, we do this for you. It's all about helping you live the purpose that you were born to live. Because when you do that, you get the peace and joy and good relationships that you strive to have. This is real success. So we hope that you'll share this with a friend, subscribe, and come back and see us next week. And we would love to hear from you. Go to findyourpurposenow.org. Thank you.